Tuz biber efem. Hello, can I see your passports please? Another session of Passport Comedy Podcast. That's right. Welcome to Passport Comedy Podcast, the only podcast about international comedy broadcasting from Istanbul, Turkey. Yeah, Tuzibar FM Studios. That's right. It's uh, it's like the Joe Rogan experience, but better. Um, <laughs> How better? How better? It's Yeah, I mean, because I think Joe Rogan, uh, like, I don't have to pay rent for this, so... He does it in his yeah, garage. Yeah, I go to the office. We are not jacked up on stereos. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. We are not angry yeah. to much, each other. We're much weaker than Joe Rogan. That's yeah, the problem. Physically, yes. Uh, yes, physically. And mentally. Mentally. And mentally. So, very mentally. <laughs> mentally. <laughs> yeah. I don't know any facts about chimpanzees or DMT. That's. Uh, <laughs> this podcast has already taken such a weird turn. Yeah. I did not expect us in the first two minutes discussing who, which one of us can take Joe Rogan like, physically. <laughs> I think us, the four think. of us together. Could stand a chance. Yeah. If we, like, First if time we, we are discussing in. this, Igor. Exactly. Uh, and that's why I'm as an expert guest yes, on, on exactly. beating up Joe Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> so my name is Leon Sandler, and I'm here with my co-host. I am Murat Gencholo. Nice to meet you all. And, and we have, oh, you have, we have all the way from Croatia. Igor Monday, yeah. Wow. Uh, and my name's Enes. Excellent. Enes, the what? Boss of Tuesday Bear? No, actually, I'm just a guest today. You're just a guest <laughs> at my own office. It gets, yeah. yeah, ignore but, that thing I just said. Yeah. So we're, <laughs> we're gonna cut that out. Yeah, cut that but out. Yeah, it's a proper introduction, I think. Uh, NS is the founder of Tuesday Bear Stand Up and all things related to it. And I'm the founder of Leon as well. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> this is like I'm his mother, like uh, yeah, very right. <laughs> this is the sperm donor that created me. Um, you know, I mean, see the resemblance. Yeah, it's a very yeah, exactly the same kind of forlorn look in the eyes that <laughs> that um, really does it. So Igor, <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm not your father. Yeah, do you have any ties with incest? Yeah, <laughs> Just exactly. like those those yeah. two, entirely possible. Um, so uh, Igor, could you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and um, what you've been doing and uh, how you're visiting Istanbul? Uh, yep. So. A comedian, kind of semi-professional, I guess. Been doing it for eight years, already more than eight years. It was my wow. eighth year anniversary, like ten days ago or something. Um, so yeah, performing in English mostly. I've tried Croatian like twice, but didn't really like it. So yeah, been doing it for what like nine years in Moscow. Used to live in Moscow run a few comedy organizations, English Comedy Club as well, for a while. But uh, recently, uh, things happened. So I left Moscow, uh, went back to Croatia, and now I'm like traveling around, performing, and did the same in Istanbul. Like I saw that you guys are running uh, English Comedy here, and I was like, well, I got to check it out. I can tell that you are doing this for over five years, because the comedians who does this for over five years has the special things in their eyes they lost all their hope <laughs> of making a lot of money out of this <laughs> i've never had any hope <laughs> you but never had hope it's yeah. it's nice to do you know like i've been doing it for so long that it's not nice to get something out of it like not to do it completely for free but i also don't you know at this point it's much more interesting for me to just perform than to yeah. like make money off of that i have a day job so that earns me money which is quite decent so i don't have to worry about that and i can travel and perform i like the way he said he's like he's sort of a semi-professional comedian after eight years yeah <laughs> many people hear that, that they do like comedy for a year and they're like i'm a comedian i'm a fucking comedian i make everyone laugh and i yeah. i need to earn real money of what the fuck you're not going into this for money i think right? semantics of mcs doesn't help much too they announce the acts on stage telling them hey this is the next comedian and they get this attitude yeah yes, but yeah I'm you can be a comedian yeah, you're you're a comedian only on that stage but when you're a podcast i like the way he said right that. i'm kind of i believe you're more professional than most comedians because exactly, you kind around. of admitted you're like i'm semi-professional you know I'm no Joe Rogan, but, yeah. you know. And, and I'm not your father either. Exactly, yeah. exactly. exactly. Two but I, then again, I don't bald, know. You know, strong, roided up men. Um, <laughs> right. I, I like how uh, there was one comedian who said, like, being a comedian is the only job where you are only a comedian if you're doing it well. 
Yeah. Otherwise, you're just a guy with a microphone. Yeah, exactly. That's why when you yeah, announce yeah. every performer as a comedian, they get an idea that they're actually a comedian, even though they're just saying shit yeah. that's not funny sometimes. the bar we can be that. pretty low if we just say, say things into a microphone for some period of time. Yeah. And then if nobody laughs, you're just like, well, that crowd didn't get my vibe. That's the thing is that these people are just a bad crowd. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so uh, Igor, oh, go ahead. Can I ask the follow-up question? You sure. said you started eight years ago, and did you start doing comedy in English directly? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was, I mean, uh, when I was in Croatia, like, 10 years ago, there was no real stand-up. Like, there were some open mics here and there in the capital, but I didn't live in the capital. I studied and lived in a different city, and there was nothing there. Like, no stand-up, no open mics, no nothing, like, 10 years ago. Uh, so I never got to try it, even though like I always watched stand-up and enjoyed stand-up, and I was like admiring how great it must be to come up with jokes and to tell them and people laugh and stuff. Then I went to Moscow and I checked it out, and there was some early, early days of Russian stand-up. So also like just some random open mics here and there, nothing really well organized or nothing made any sense. It was just people kind of in random bars, whatever. And I couldn't speak or understand Russian at that point. So I was like, okay, I tried, I checked it out, <laughs> nothing. Yeah. So, and then like two years in, I think there was a, there was a show of Dar O'Brien uh, that I went to see. Uh, and I was like, well, this is amazing. Like when you see it, when you watch it on Netflix and stuff, you're like, okay, it's all edited and produced and whatever. But then you go to a live show and you see how someone crowd works. And what happened was That's the best thing yeah. actually like, uh, he released, I think three specials before that or something, three or four specials, but they were never obviously released in Russia, but all the people knew his jokes because they like pirated the specials <laughs> and like dubbed them into Russian and whatever. Mm -hmm. So he started doing those jokes and people were like, we know those jokes. And he was like, how the fuck do you know these jokes? You know, like I've never been here and I never released. They're like, we found it on the internet. <laughs> and then he did like two yeah. parts of 45 minutes just improvising yeah. and crowd work. That, that's, that's the Russian experience is having your work exactly. pirated and stolen yeah, from that's you. That's like the Putin experience, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Moving, in on your, moving in on your set and seizing it as their own. Right, um, and <laughs> saying, saying it has always it has always been part of us, and we've yeah we exactly. Well, when is he coming back to Moscow? Who? Daryl Bryan. Uh, I don't know. He was there. I don't think anytime soon. Yes. But he was there. Like first time I saw him was two thousand and thirteen, mm. and he was there also like three years ago. I saw him again, mm. uh, but. Yeah, I just like, I, I saw it, I wanted to do it, there was no chance to do it. And then uh, on my friend's Facebook, it popped up like someone was interested in an event because it used to show you what people are attending and stuff. Uh, and it said like English open mic. And I was like, what? There is a stand-up open mic in Moscow. So I went to see it a couple of times, liked it. And then without telling anyone, like my friends or anyone, I just went <laughs> there once to try it. I was like, okay, if I fail, there's not, not going to be anyone to see me. But I didn't. It was really good. I really enjoyed it. Uh, the community was really nice, supportive. Like every, everyone was just on their kind of early days because it just started. Uh, and it was really, you know, like a, you kind of do something. I don't know, was yeah. it the same for you guys when you started doing it? But you do something and you feel like, ah, this is what I was supposed to be doing all yeah. this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, this is like, this is that, that skill I actually have. It was a similar experience for me when I started in Turkey. We didn't have a lot of experienced comedians around us. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. It's like a very similar experience, the one you said with yeah. Russia and Croatia, like 10 years ago, roughly. Yeah. We yeah. only had like little, little bit of like an open mic there. Three months later, an open mic somewhere else. He was one of the hosts of an open mic. I was doing an open mic somewhere else. So we met in that sense. So it was only like three yeah. or four. Now, the way it became, there's like big Russian comedians that come to Turkey and perform now. That's how big they yeah, made it. We have it Russian open mics in Istanbul. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> All you need is a refugee crisis within your country and lots of people will come over. You <laughs> yeah, know. A lot, a lots uh, of good performers yeah, trying yeah, to very, find very stage good. time. Yeah. Every cloud is a silver lining. They're running is... away from the war to become. <laughs> exactly. They're, uh, they're here in Turkey for the freedom of speech, which is just amazing. Um, <laughs> it's cheaper here. It's cheaper. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what was that like as a Croatian? And it sounds like you started doing stand-up in Moscow, right? Yep, yep. So what was that like as a foreigner who didn't really know Russian uh, and doing uh, stand-up in English for a Russian English-speaking audience? Russians, as we know, the funniest people. Are they? Um, yeah, absolutely. Oh. It's, yeah. Uh, well, it was <laughs> early days. It was mostly kind of the comics were uh, either expats 
or like Russians who've been abroad, who traveled, lived abroad and this kind of stuff. And the topics were, you know, the the kind of standard, oh, back uh, home we do this, but here in Russia they do that. This kind of like mm-hmm. comparisons, uh, culture shock and whatever. And the audience was mostly like 21-year-old girls who could barely understand English because <laughs> that was like 10 years ago in Moscow. Uh, it was really popular to go and see some foreigners. Now they're all 31 years old. Yeah. Yes. And nothing else changed. That's the only thing that changed. Yeah, they still don't know English, <laughs> any of them. Um. Yeah, and they, but they don't go to foreign events anymore because there aren't any. Yeah. But yeah, that was the audience. So it was really, yeah. sometimes it was really hard to get anyone to laugh because even if you write a good joke, no one really kind of gets it. And then those easy <laughs> jokes were like the, you know, oh, I went to the supermarket and I didn't understand what the woman told me. Ooh, I'm so silly. Kind of stuff. It's weird that you learn how to write jokes, but audience doesn't learn how to laugh. Uh, <laughs> They're behind you. It's like, like until I, because I think uh, I did my first show abroad, like outside of Russia in 2016. So two years after I started doing stand-up, uh, I organized like a small tour around the Balkans, like Slovenia, Croatia, Serbia, uh, in English with, with some other people from, from our like organization. And it was a real test because I was like, okay, now I can do real jokes. <laughs> because so often, like I would do a joke in Moscow that is like, I have one joke uh, and the premise of the joke is you have to know the phrase, you can't polish a third. Right. You have to know this phrase. Otherwise, you don't get the joke. Right. No. <laughs> so I would like start doing this joke, do the joke and see like, I don't know, out of 50 people, two people go, aha, and 48 people go, I don't get it because I don't understand yeah. what you mean. Well, they don't care for the Polish either. So it's fine. Yeah. Um. <laughs> But, yeah. So I, I would have to literally ask people like, okay, before I do this joke, raise your hand if you know the phrase. Yeah. I love that. I love it when you have to check the English level of the audience before you attempt to do material. That's that's really how I know my career is on the move. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's 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 how it was. And then I went, when I went abroad and did it for some like other audiences that maybe spoke better English or maybe had a better grasp on kind of idioms and this, you know, like this level, advanced level of English. And I was like, okay, these jokes are good. It's just like th- those people don't understand them. Uh, and then vice versa, like some jokes I obviously couldn't take with me because they were so kind of localized to cater to those people. Uh, so yeah, like first few years, quite tough, this kind of gap between what we wanted to do and tried to do and what audience allowed us to yeah, do. So you weren't like censored or something. It was, it was censored by the A1, A2 English level of your own audience. Mostly. That's what censored mostly. you in Russia. But it was all Putin's fault because yeah. they could have had a better education. Exactly. And learned English. My parents always say that the only people who understand the English we learned in school, learned it in school with us. Um, so yeah, and now that you've been out of Russia for unspecified events, um, <laughs> what is the, what has that been like? I mean, traveling here to Istanbul, going around different countries, and and performing your material after eight years, and uh, going international with it. Um, uh, it. It's it's great because like doing doing it for so long there, and it got better. Like those were just the first two three years that it was like that. Then it got better. Then especially like closer to the World Cup in Russia, 2018, people did learn English. There were a lot of foreigners, expats, more and more uh, before COVID started. Then people like left again and so on. So it did get better. And then when I started traveling and performing, so after that like first kind of Balkans tour, I did like three more European tours. Uh, and I realized that the good thing is when you write jokes that kind of fit everyone. So it's not just, you know, like, because uh, if I go to Croatian stand-up, it's Croatian jokes for Croatian people. Yeah. Like, you you can translate into English, but they won't make sense. And they definitely won't make sense to, like, a Scottish person or, like, an Indonesian person. But the jokes that we did were, like, jokes in English to English-speaking people with a specific mindset of, like, traveling, living abroad, this and that. And it works, like, everywhere. Yeah. And now, like, with this eight years behind me and when I travel and perform, I know I have a set. It doesn't mean if it doesn't matter if it's like 10 minutes or 60 minutes, that I'm sure it's gonna kind of resonate with those people anywhere. Yeah, yeah. It's good when you can kind of delocalize your set and, and have something that you can take with you anywhere and it'll work relatively well. It might work better for certain audiences than others, as you said. But like it's not all jokes about as you said, like, oh, you know, here in Russia it's like this and in America it's like that. And yeah. That'll only work. Like you can't take that out with you anywhere. Um, definitely. 
Uh, yeah, you traveled around, you did a lot of shows, and uh, can you tell us what is the best audience out there? Who are they? The best? I don't know. I'm, I'm still trying to find them. Um, <laughs> Dagestan, you know, the, the 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 Russian Republic that creates all the MMA guys. Those are they love to laugh. Good sense of humor. Great yeah, sense of they humor. They love to laugh. But, uh, especially Chechnians? especially Chechnians, the, the yeah. banter. They like when you yeah. when you tease them and insult them. Yeah, exactly. And then really... you say you do jokes about Islam, and then they take you into the forest and you don't come out of it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because it's hilarious in it's, the forest. Right? Yeah, it's hilarious in there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if if you make a joke in the forest and nobody laughs did you even make a joke yeah. or is that about tree falling down Schrodinger's joke people did they laugh if no one could hear it yeah. um, <laughs> but, uh, if I didn't make a, a TikTok reel or an Instagram reel out of it is, it's going it somewhere happen. strange these these days comedy I see a lot of people doing comedy like I saw a guy with Stephen Hawking voice doing stand up comedy I mean he, he recorded himself beforehand just played the recording and just moved his hands on stage. Well, that guy had a, a disability that prevents him from speaking. He didn't just get weird yeah, with it's, it. It's, it's, not, it's not a gimmick yeah. that uh, he just yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, this is a really pro creative performing art piece. No, like the person has a physical disability. But it turns into a creative performance art piece because uh, all the basic necessities of stand-up is not there. <laughs> well, I mean, he's standing up. That's yeah, already that's what it's I called. So, yeah, it's yeah, not category. called talking comedy. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, you, go, you have traveled around to different uh, locations. Have you had like any particularly tough audiences or really good ones? I mean, I, I don't know all, all the countries you've been to, but it sounds like, you know, you've been to Europe and the Balkans and... Yeah, yeah, Europe and the Balkans. And the Balkans. How dare you? <laughs> it's different. Uh, you know, you ask the, Best you know, toys. you ask Europeans and they'll say it's different and you ask people in Bosnia and they'll be like, yeah, it is different. <laughs> I've, I've been to Europe and Georgia. <laughs> that's because yeah. I, I, that's, you know, a little bit, but the rest, yeah, most countries in Europe. Uh, the best audience, I don't know, like, we had a really, really great, we did a show in Stockholm as a part of one tour, uh, and it was really great because uh, it was, I don't know, like something like 160 people or whatever, uh, but there were some Scottish people, but mostly it was like people from all around the place, like, I don't know, from Albania to Portugal to Brazil to Australia, Japan, whatever, and then really, really there was this kind of synergy in the room that you could feel the end like we're all kind of here for the same like it doesn't matter yeah. you know yeah. where we're from what language do we speak whatever whatever it was really kind of great to see that impact that you can do a joke and no matter who the person is they will laugh at that yeah but uh, the bad ones it's you know you tend to forget them right you remember the best one easily no the vice versa because the good ones like you kind of feel oh i had a good show and that's it. Like, you know, that's the audience's job is to laugh and they laughed and that was it. But with the bad ones, you remember them because that means something went wrong, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm not actually night. a comic. I'm just a guy. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. You get in your sleep. It's like nightmares, right? Yeah. yeah. It's, uh... So the, the bad ones, I remember it wasn't even particularly bad. It was kind of weird. Uh, we had an open mic on like Tuesday evening. So at like 7 p.m. So it was usually, I don't know, like 20, 25 people, not a lot. Uh, it was like a small, weird basement kind of thing. Uh, and we had one where there were maybe like six or seven people. So the host was kind of talking to each person individually, getting to know them and so on. And at one point, like three, I think, kind of big, bold, old Russian men walk in, like leather jackets, bald okay. heads. Like they walk in uh, with their own drinks, <laughs> that's why not that's how you come to a bar yeah uh, i think they had like some like uh, bottle like you could see through it like see-through bottle of probably vodka just or whatever like, uh, you do you mean just like a plastic bottle yes, that they yes. had emptied out and yes. then filled with an alcoholic liquid of most their... likely i haven't oh yeah it could, it could just oh, be water yeah. because no it was, it was not vodka. it was no yeah it's not like no it, it could just be water like this could be vodka as well yeah yeah there's no way that bottle was filled with water it was a water bottle it was originally a water bottle but it was not yeah. Filled I, with I don't think they were hydrating. I think yeah, they yeah, were yeah. trying to do <laughs> something else. This came from. These <laughs> are the guys. Yeah. These are the guys that even the Gopniks are like, "Fuck, man, yeah. come on." They didn't hydrate for yeah, years, maybe. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So they walk in. They sit, uh, and you know, like they sit down. They have their drinks. They're listening to the show. Every time there is a joke, every time there is a punchline, they're laughing like, ha, 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 louder and louder. <laughs> they're having beers. They ordered some beers. They have the first one, the second one. They're getting like tipsier and tipsier and louder and are laughing. I don't know, like 20, 30 minutes later, like 
one turns to and I was sitting behind them because I was like timing the comics and showing the, the light and everything. At, at one point, like one turns to the other and goes in Russian, like, wait, is this English? <laughs> the other one goes like, yes, it is. And this one goes, oh shit. And they stand up and fuck off. Like they were sitting there for 30 minutes, not knowing what the fuck is going on. Just listening to some foreign language, laughing when people are laughing. Then at one point they go like, is this English? Yeah, it is. Okay, oh, off that, we go. That doesn't sound so bad. That sounds great. These people, yeah, yeah. They, they played along, they got tickets and then they're like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't I, actually understand this language. I was just drunk <laughs> enough to get with it. You know? I thought that we're going to luck the rooms and beat you up and some other weird shit oh, they could have done that's that a different, sure. that's a different example <laughs> that's a different story but something like not not quite like that but we had a show early days like maybe first two three months of english open mics and the host is just like picking on the people in the front uh and there is again like a big guy kind of leather jacket and so on sitting there like all serious and stuff and just like not laughing at all and this guy tries talking to him in english he's like sir like this English open mic, you know, blah, blah, blah. the guy's like, and the guy asks him in Russian, because the host was Russian, like, do you know that there is a show going on, this is an English open mic and stuff? And the guy was like, tell joke, <laughs> tell joke. And the guy was like, uh, I don't do kind of requests. <laughs> like I do my, my material. And the guy, but the guy was like quite drunk. So like he opens his wallet and he goes like, I give you money, you tell joke. And he takes like 5,000 rubles which back then before ruble like crashed and everything was pretty good money, like uh, more than a hundred euros. Wow. Right. Oh, uh, right. And, uh, and this guy goes like in English, he switches to English and goes like, okay guys, I'll tell some stupid shit. You laugh at the end of it. We'll, we'll tell him it was a joke. And he'll pay me. And he was oh. like, hey, guys. That da, man da, 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 was da. never seen again. <laughs> <laughs> Wait for it. So the guy does the joke. People laugh, obviously, because he told them to. And he tells the guy in Russian, like, you see, I did the joke. They all laughed. Pay up. And the guy, like, okay. And he pays him. And then the host asks, what do you do, sir, by the way? Like, if you're carrying around such cash. And he had, like, a wallet full of cash. And the guy goes, uh, yeah, I'm the what do you call it, like the, the chief uh, of the police department of this kind oh, of... Oh, wow. and, and I'm here on inspection because they're like running this kind of back room of the bar, like illegally or something like this. And oh, he was like, I'm here on inspection. And the guy is like, oh shit, <laughs> I just made fun <laughs> of this guy and took his money. Uh, and it turns out, but apparently he came there on inspection and got drunk or something and forgot about that. Beautiful. <laughs> it Beautiful. was all fine. Like after yeah, the show, yeah, he came to nice the guy. Russian you wouldn't get that in Turkey. What we had, like we had an incident where maybe you remember, you might not remember, there was like a show in Kadiko and a guy came to the show. Uh, one of our friends was on stage doing jokes about like, I think, uh, God. Killing people or something like that, or God or something. Yeah, yeah. God killing people. That makes more sense. <laughs> Standard. And the guy, I think he, he got really p pissed off. Uh, and all he did was he was sitting in the front row. He had this jacket. He just pushed his jacket to the side and there was a gun. Jeez. Oh, Glock. wow. He said, if you make that these jokes, sucks. this is what's going to come. <laughs> and he was not drunk. Maybe if he was drunk, he would pay. That's more scary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If, yeah. That was scary. scary. Like, oh, fuck. Yeah, we don't he, know what's going to happen. He wasn't a police. He wasn't drunk. Nothing. He just got pissed off at a joke and he just showed a gun. So, Igor, when you come back here on your next tour... <laughs> <laughs> when I come, I'm well, never happened, coming back. This happened, like, this happened be, like ten year, no, seven years ago. So. Seven years ago. Yeah, there are probably more guns in this country since then. Um, yeah. So, you about it. <laughs> Statistically, wow. you know. Yeah. Well, that chills, man. That no, it's great. Nobody chills. got shot that day. No, 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 no. No one got shot. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> you just had a, there was just a guy with a gun. That's there was just a guy with a gun. So, you know, you yeah. got you to gotta really hit your timing. Uh, and uh, hopefully it was like empty. Like it didn't have any bullets in it. Well, that's such bullshit. You know, if you're going to... Carry a, gun. carry a gun make but sure it's, make deter, sure it's loaded that's you can the, deter people with just showing yeah, it. i know but it's like come on man if you're gonna go go <laughs> that's the that's the podcast uh, promise that if any of us start <laughs> carrying a gun it will be loaded uh well, so igor but yeah <laughs> to, to tag on what igor said i had yeah. a similar experience what you just told uh recently actually maybe a couple weeks ago i did a show on maybe others, other neighborhoods of Istanbul, Atashir. I don't know what to call that. It's not so far. It's like it's not exactly yeah. a suburb. Yeah, it's, it's like it's not a, city center either. It's like out out high in, middle income yeah. families living there, like high residential built like in the last fifteen years, like it's a project town. Anyways, 
I was I did a lot of uh, illegal jokes like jokes about smoking weed, jokes about maybe doing some other stuff illegally. Then I started doing some crowd work. I was emceeing the show and I was trying to meet this guy and he said we shouldn't meet. I said, why? Because I'm the chief inspector officer of Istanbul. <laughs> yeah, that rules, dude. When you're like, here's all the drugs I do. My name is Murad, and you can follow me on Instagram, on all of my socials. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that rules. What, what brought you here? Like, I'm not talking about the war or anything. Okay. <laughs> why Turkey, like, out of all places? Uh, just a kind of holiday or whatever. And you knew that there was like stand-up comedy going on here? It was just like a holiday and just you found out uh, later on? Both. A bit of both because uh, last, I think every month since I moved back home, I've traveled somewhere. Yeah. Some for work, some not. So every time I travel somewhere, I also try to do a show as well to, you know, like why not? Mm-hmm. Uh, especially if there is some established like English comedy yeah. scene and some organizers, producers, whatever. So I was looking for a place to actually go to that south Because my last, like, five trips, I think, I've been to Lithuania, I've been to Denmark, I've been to Scotland, I've been to Finland, I've been to Berlin, all in the north, and always, like, cold and and stuff. And I was like, okay, I'll go south, and I'll, like, get some warmth a bit, like, change my environment for a while. Uh, So I was looking kind of maybe Greece, maybe uh, Turkey, maybe, but, like, Greece has no English comedy, obviously. Uh, So, yeah, and then a friend of mine that uh, actually I co-host our podcast with, uh, David Munoz from Australia, he was here in Istanbul, I think, maybe in July or August. And he did some shows as well. Uh, You told about him, David David, Munoz. David David Munoz, And he came to our open mics? Probably so. Maybe yeah, I wasn't here yeah, for another show. David, if you're listening to the podcast, write in and <laughs> remind us. Yeah, yeah what's yeah, the name of mate. Yeah. Igor, how, how much of the depopulation of Croatia is just you going in and leaving every month? <laughs> well, we have a rule. Like, you, you can't leave until some someone comes back. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, yeah, you've got like a... I was like... Yeah, you've got like a... That could be the case, though. That's like... That's like... That's like... You could make that a policy. Yeah, you've got like a hall pass in school... Only one person using the bathroom at a time, like a bathroom key. You have to hand it off, and yeah, because yeah, like, if a guy exactly. dies, you're minus exactly. one. Then you have to get someone out. Get somebody yeah, in from that's, Bosnia. That's, that's a very yeah, Bosnia. Exactly right. <laughs> they just listen Igor's podcast to depopulate the country. Right, exactly. It's uh, <laughs> on, the, on this chance, just tell us what's the name of your podcast, so our ten yeah, listeners, our ten can, listeners can, can become our ten yeah, exactly. listeners. Yeah. We're, we're, trading, we're trading this one chip in a casino. <laughs> <laughs> well, we want his listeners. And yeah, we want exactly. Our listeners to I'll, exactly. I'll, I'll, because we actually talked like the, the last episode that we've recorded, but we haven't published yet, was about the shows that we've done in the last like three months or something in different countries, like comparing them and stuff. Uh, and then David was talking about his shows here. Uh, oh, so nice. I will like give you di- give this podcast a shout out, and yeah. now I'll plug mine as well. It's called <laughs> so, it's called the Comedy Kiosk. So, so let's, yeah. let's kiosk. Well, ours is the Comedy Passport. Yours right. stays still. Our, ours moves around. Yeah, um, so it's like an English Turks word, can't, but yeah. kiosk is like a Turkish word. Yeah, it's yeah. you know that it's an is oh originally it's oh originally yeah, you did, you did, you did, yeah exactly. wow really yes, we have yeah. words original words yeah. Yeah, the original the word kiosk is then like it changes to kiosk over time. His podcast more Turkish than ours. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so you, ten listeners that are listening to this switch to ours. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. more Turkish. That's the original. But, but don't undermine exactly. our ten listeners. Our ten listeners all has mental illness with thousand split personalities, so it makes ten thousand listeners That's when right. you think about it. That's right. That makes yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, so Igor, um, <laughs> we t- you talked about like having an international set. You know, a set that you can take out of the country and work anywhere basically, and it'll work. Pretty well. So, how do you like come up with your ideas? What's your process kind of like? Um, well, it's it's uh, basically, and it's something that people don't believe me because every time I perform after the show, not every time, but like very often, they come to me and they're like, "Wow, like how come that happened to you?" Or like, "Wow, what's the end of that story?" And I'm like, "None of that ever happened. It's all made up, right?" But they don't believe me. So what what happens is like I'm kind of thinking of scenarios that would be funny if they ended differently or if there was a different like i don't know context or if it was in a different setting or something like this so when it 
Like either it's something that happened to me or it's something I talked about with a friend or whatever. So I take this premise, like whatever it is, right? And then I try to write it in such a way that it sounds believable. So it's not like, you know, kind of something that would never, oh, and then a dragon came and be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right, but right, but it's still like funny, right? So I can turn it into funny. So it's either experiences like with traveling, with living abroad, with something like this, dating, whatever, or it's stuff that, you know, just, happens or comes up in a conversation and i'm like okay that's an interesting idea what if that idea was funny so i just <laughs> right, write, right. Write you're embellishing your it. own life to make it funnier is that it you start with something that actually happened and you're like how can i make this funny it doesn't even have to happen like okay. i can be on a tram or like i was on a ferry what, coming, so you're coming like here. are you just constantly dissociating from your own life and being like what's something more interesting that could happen to me while if you I'm had here? my life you, you would understand <laughs> absolutely <laughs> absolutely this it's, is it's an escape strategy to exactly <laughs> like I'm, I'm starting to think maybe you haven't actually traveled anywhere you've just been in croatia imagining i have traveled <laughs> in my mind <laughs> yeah Exactly. I've lived 10 years in Russia. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's where I've escaped to in my mind is Russia, to Moscow. My mind palace. Yeah, the mind palace. My safe the... place, which is Lithuania. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 But yeah, that's... My that's... mind palace is the Kremlin. Exactly. <laughs> no, it's one, one room in the palace. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of the bone is what really, like, I don't know, I'm sitting on a ferry, yeah. I see something, something happen. doesn't have to be funny. It doesn't have to be anything. Then I'm like, hmm, but what if it was funny? What if it... Like did that, that that actually makes the jokes more international because uh, it's not something that you refer in the local thing, but it's just a made up story where you can just uh, you can even make that joke in maybe that kind of jokes in your own language and it will still be funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or you can adapt it to anything. Yeah. You know, yeah. Because if the joke is, you can make turn it into a sketch. Yeah. A movie, yeah. Like like yeah. not a movie like a small. <laughs> you travel around. Yeah. You, just, you just have to change out the names. So you're like, hey, so yesterday I was in the Paris metro and. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the thing with a lot of jokes that people used to because like for example Russian stand-up has yeah. this very formulative uh, kind of, uh, what would you call it? Like, I don't know, way of, mm -hmm. I know the people write and perform their yeah. jokes. There is a is, mathematic to it. So there were, yeah, yeah, there were these like, people a while ago who were called like, uh, they, they would tell anecdotes, they would tell like anecdotes, right? And they would like stand there sometimes with a paper and just like read what they had actually written and like read, pause, read, pause. Yeah, read, but, but pause. even proper like stand-up stand-up, there's now stand-up mm -hmm. on TV and stuff. It's kind of one same mode that people apply to how they write a joke. And even when you get to that level that you have like writers and producers and so on, they will tell you to write it like that because that's what flies, right? So if you go to like a Russian open mic or some people that came to us to perform in English, they would still use that same thing. But it was very much kind of uh, clap if you've ever been on the metro. <laughs> then people clap and then like well I was on the metro yesterday and this is what happened uh, and it's okay. a lot of that kind of stuff oh, yeah. where uh, I agree with my premise then let me do my setup <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so this is the kind of stuff that yeah. you know it's not gonna then work like if I take a joke about Moscow metro yeah. and I go to Berlin and they'll be like yeah. well, I don't know what the hell are you talking about I've never you, been to Moscow metro using so the audience as a prop uh, yeah. disguising yeah. as the crowd work it's funny where you make the people clap first Who's been on the Moscow Metro? Everyone claps. What if no one clapped or three people didn't clap? So you wouldn't make a joke you about that? You still go on. You still, you still yeah. go on? Yeah. You, okay. <laughs> well, I have. Yeah. Unlike you fuckers, I've been yeah. to Moscow Metro. <laughs> well, if, if you're good good enough of a comic, then you can turn it into a joke. Yeah, of course. You know? But if you're not, then it's just like yeah. you've wasted our time by asking questions instead of telling us jokes. <laughs> you make people clap and yeah, you we, make a joke about that. We right. have a couple of comedians in Turkish comedy scene as well doing that like it's it looks like crowd work maybe they feel all right i did some crowd work today but you didn't do shit yeah. you yeah. didn't respond to people you just yeah. get them to agree with stuff it's, you would already yeah it was one way relationship yeah. Yeah. communication so what was your experience around europe and like even even here how many stages did you do in like how many in istanbul in istanbul yeah uh, i did two basically did two. i did like a, a show of my own like a, an hour and something and then i did the open mic uh and it's actually interesting too like when you go to a new place it's always i, I like to do my own show because i have now like yeah. a bunch of material and i like to see how it goes with the local audiences stuff but then going to like an open mic or some kind of showcase feature show as well to see the local comics like what do other people joke about yeah. and how it all looks how yeah. it all helps you feel better about yourself it's totally <laughs> <true>. <laughs> <laughs> where, where, where would you put like like how how was your european experience in different cities like berlin or 
Uh, well, it's it's you know it's interesting because or Croatia. Uh, I, I'm really enthusiastic about that. Yeah, in Croatia, Zagreb comedy club, we're coming. Yeah, what, what, like Croatian stand up is now becoming quite popular like there's yeah. Croatian comics who kind of travel even to small cities to villages and stuff and sell out like big halls because it's becoming mm. something that people are interested in and actually seek to to watch yeah. but like English even back in 2016 when we went first time uh, to Croatia in English stand-up in Croatia exists like I don't know twice a year when someone really oh. organizes there is no regular English stand-up in Croatia this is something that I'm trying to change now since I've returned yeah so I'm hoping from starting January that I'll run some regular English nights in Croatia oh, that's, but that's now nice. there is nothing so I think first time when we were coming 2016 they had uh the the club closed sadly since then but they had like a big room that used to be a cinema and they converted like took out all the chairs and stuff put like little tables and converted it into like a comedy club i think 160 seats or something wow. and we sold that in a day like they put it on sale and it sold out in like a day or two because people are like wow. we want to see some live english comedy and it just wow. doesn't exist it's Let's not go there. Yeah. yeah where are you based in croatia uh i'm now based in my hometown which is a small town where nothing happens but end of the year or beginning of next year depending on some like uh, stuff i'm moving to the capital so that's where i'm trying exactly. yeah, yeah. yeah. so that's where i'll try to organize something on a more kind All of right. permanent basis so whole balkans were very interested like in belgrade in ljubljana and so on really then in the other parts like i remember when we went to vienna 2017 i think there was uh first kind of regular English open mic in Vienna then now there is like five or there is a comedy club oh, also in English yeah, I met one of them Thomas Ramos yeah yeah, yeah. He, he runs uh, the the club the program at one club yeah there is this guy Reggie that started the first kind of open mic uh and there like Europe is now you know they're kind of trying to do the network so the comedian from yeah. I don't know Bratislava can go like uh one weekend to Vienna one weekend to Prague yeah. one weekend to Budapest and so on yeah. uh Berlin obviously like a hub there is like I don't know yeah. four or five English shows in Berlin every day there's like an underground railroad now of like Russian comics being funneled through different countries <laughs> yeah I mean yeah. If, you're, if you're if you want to see Russian comedy now it's so accessible because so many uh, Russian comics yeah. escape so Berlin uh Israel Yeah, uh, Istanbul obviously two. full of yeah, Russians. Istanbul Israel full of Russians. Yeah, we're new on the map. We're, yeah, we're not we're not that uh, old. It's like three years maybe. Now uh, there used to be English comedies, na- yeah. comedy uh, nights now and then, like uh, every two months, yeah. every three months. If you count regular shows, one and a half years old only. Uh, we yeah. didn't have like weekly shows. Yeah. We had some weekly shows, but they were not uh, tracking a lot of uh, traction. Yeah. Uh, but now we are persistent. Like even if we have three performers, we just continue pushing for that. Yeah, and especially if we only have a handful of performers, yeah, keep getting them to do the same. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I feel like it's it's going to work work eventually because there is like. 20 million people in the city right yeah. Yeah, so yeah. some we had the same kind of mathematics and stuff when we started running english comedy and especially when we opened a club like an actual comedy club that ran shows in english russian and spanish and yeah. english was our main program and like weekends like friday saturday sunday evening was english so we were like okay not a lot of people here speak english it's not a popular language people don't really learn it and whatever but there is like 18 million people mm. so statistically yeah. if like i don't it know 0.3 be, yeah. percent yeah, yeah, yeah. of them speak english that's like 2000 people on our shows every day as, you know uh, as somebody who started this probably 2017 2018 here and i used to go to the um open mics organized at dialogue right yeah, the place where yeah. we do it now it's yeah, been a yeah. hu- it's been a huge jump just in the past few yeah. years i have to say like it was not like this when i started out here it was it was very like just a handful of performers just comics mm-hmm. sitting in the room all the time you know and uh, now we're doing regular shows ar- all around the city and like a few years ago i would yeah. never have imagined that like you know it, it yeah, was like I think... a couple of like sorry uh, it was like oh. a couple of uh, a bunch of people like going to church every sunday like yeah. that's that, that's why <laughs> yeah. it was like really it's, it's just a random bunch of yeah, people as like, well yeah people from iran russia yeah. yeah people who had like absolutely nothing better like, in their yeah. lives to do than be there yeah. it's like yeah. alcoholics anonymous yeah. but for people yeah. who wants to quit comedy right. i'm suffering more than i'm having fun but now <laughs> like we do podcasts yeah. Like, yeah yeah look where we came we have a podcast studio we have eight or ten listeners <laughs> <laughs> Like the good old days. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Next VR up, Joe Rogan. I've got the sniper rifle. This is the new church. <laughs> yeah. No, but exactly. yeah, uh, it, used, it used to 
be like it's still like that sometimes. Yeah, no, it's it does. Still it like, is. It's still like we got less, but now it's more consistent. We got like yeah, it's yeah. consistent. That's it. Yeah. Sunday it's, open mics are more. Three performers we, might come. Three audience members might be there, but we still do it because we know if we do it all the time. Yeah, yeah. We yeah, like yeah. going there. We might we might get up. down on like one like yeah. the open mic that you went to, Igor. That was like not heavily populated. I think there were like four or five audience members. You know. Yeah. yeah. But. It was uh, newish. It like. happens. That happened in that location too. That happens a lot. But like, uh, if you think about it overall, the trajectory is definitely on the way up here. It's very interesting. So I guess there's there's going to be like all these places where comedians now in Europe. Most cities are pretty close to each other. Actually, I don't know why there's not none in yeah. Greece though. But in the Balkans, in Europe, uh, there's like in Paris, yeah. Spain. The, there's a lot of uh, there's there's a big com- comedy scene now in generally yeah. in Europe. I think Barcelona. in the root of it, I was saying in the in the root of it, uh, you have to have some open mics. You, you can't really start with lineup shows directly. You have to have some open mics and uh, see who got who who has the talent. <laughs> you have to like the difference is why in some places I think English scene is very prominent and very vibrant, and in some it's just nothing. Yeah. I think the the first kind of starting point is where do people go, like where do people travel, exactly, because or where do people move to live? Because I mean, in Vienna, in Prague, in in Barcelona, a lot of foreigners, not yeah. just tourists, but like a lot of people come there to live, yeah. to stay, whatever. And you know, in Bulgaria, no. <laughs> so that's <laughs> yeah. the second question: is where do people speak English? There is yeah. no regular English comedy in Italy at all. Like yeah. there is some, I don't know, in in Milan, there is like once every three months or something because people don't local people don't really speak or care for English. Yeah. That's the, in, in France, there is only like in Paris, but Paris is like a yeah. multinational, huge metropolitan city. The good news about re- constantly receiving international refugees into this city <laughs> from whatever conflict. Istanbul's big in foreign, like, you know, people, lots of- Yeah, uh, people will speak English here because they have the world. Yeah. yeah. We'll watch out for Igor and uh, your next move to uh, have this comedy club ready in Zagreb. So all the ten listeners yeah, exactly. <laughs> know where to go. If I don't they know where you, I don't perform. know who you are. I don't know where you <laughs> well, are. But I don't get care. your ass over to Zagreb, Croatia. And I don't care about the listeners, but we could go. One, we could like, go. Yeah, yeah, Once you open so. it, we'll just come. What's, yeah. what's, 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 what's the deal? I'm having Doing a mental sh- check. It's no. great to know you, man. Yeah, it's great to absolutely. be in yeah. contact with Use you. Use you as a ladder to my success. Please do. Yeah, it would be great. I mean, like, I'm hoping that once I start some like regular nights, it's going to be something like eventually of course yeah. not from the start like like let's say one open mic and one kind of feature show yeah. a week and then maybe once a month to have some kind of experience comics from abroad to come and perform yeah. because it's so different and we did that in moscow like we used to do every month we would have like a special guest yeah. that comes from abroad uh and perform because people like it's just different comedy which people don't have access to regularly yeah, yeah. so yeah it would be great i mean it's not even that far why it's don't like, you do it in like like croatian the language uh, uh I'll, why, I'll, do you, why are you doing it in english only i'll try because i i didn't do it in croatian for the last 10 years because i wasn't in croatia oh but okay. uh I'll, i think i'll try it again just because you know again there is like almost uh an open mic almost every day in croatian wow so while, when i'm not doing english i can at you least can do, do it croatian in, in, in just like for stage time wow. and stuff every but day i think it's better than it i Turkey. should learn croatian yeah no. maybe not <laughs> maybe, maybe i exaggerated I but like you we can serbian no <laughs> you do what you don't want like i'm half bosnian i haven't brought that up so yeah you know yeah I had, I had more questions, but I think that was a good conversation overall. And it's good that you're getting the word out about this, Zagreb. We can, we oh, can keep cool. talking. <laughs> so we can keep to, talking. Yeah. It won't be recorded or listened to. Yeah. Like the real thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, Let's like, have you know last... how people in real life sometimes just talk? Yeah. <laughs> so. But anyway, we're not getting this sound mixed. I have a couple of questions I want to ask to you. Sure. Uh, first, I, I asked this on stage the last time you attended the open mic, by the way. Last time Igor attended to, to Zuber open mic, we made him pay. <laughs> <laughs> so some of the money he made from his solo show. Yeah. Like went back into, in pocket, back yeah. into performing. Yeah. Was gone yeah. to Leon's hosting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the... the 
So but, you've, you've yeah. earned off of me, kind of, you know, like... Yeah, uh, yeah you owe him. Yeah, now yeah. I have to, I, next <laughs> yeah. time I have to go perform at Igor's Comedy Club and... It's, <laughs> and not get paid for it. It's a gun in my head. You gotta pay for it. That's yeah. the... Yeah. And then when you're even, Steven. Yeah. So the question was, uh, I learned from internet that you are the thing that you spend the time most with, like five things. You you learn so, off the internet from gonna, uh, yeah, yeah I don't know. If so it's you know that thing people say that like you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. No, yeah, but no, you I never heard that before. No, no, no. I've heard it. Yeah, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Like show me the five people you spend the most time with. But yeah, I changed it are. in my mind well, because from sometimes people some people don't have five friends like us. <laughs> and uh, you know, we are curious the, if you have five. The question becomes like, what are the five things you spend the most time with? Yeah, in, you know, and it tells you a lot. Like you are the average of those five things. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I didn't know. I didn't expect we were going into deep psychology <laughs> on this podcast. But uh, what are the five things I spend most my most of my time on? Yeah, first uh, to last, hanging out with people. Like I'm a I'm an That's... introvert, but I'm like a social introvert. Like I need to spend right. time with people, and then I need like five days to recover from them. Mm. <laughs> That's yeah. how it works. Uh, I travel when I can because I think like if okay. you don't see the the world and you're wasting your time in like your small little shitty place where you're from. Uh, <laughs> don't take it personal, Leon. Yeah, don't take it personal. I was, uh, I'm the one with the American passport. You don't need to tell me. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Uh, I'm what? projecting I am taking it personal. <laughs> <laughs> Then comedy, obviously. Uh, music, big wow. part of, of music. my life. Yeah, wow. I mean, I, I, I think I can't like whatever I'm doing. I'm always with headphones, like okay. just commuting or working or whatever I'm doing. I'm like wow. surrounded by music. And then what else? Um, anal. <laughs> <laughs> nice, uh, folks. Subscribe to the Patreon and <laughs> to see Igor Monday. <laughs> see Igor Monday. Give you a no, 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 One thing you, there's one thing you, you take from this some creation in it. You take in one him. thing from this podcast. It's that Igor does anal and he's not gay. Mom, I hope you're. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and this is the episode your mom. Yeah, gets my mom listen. listens in. Yeah. Uh, uh, second question I have is that if you made one of your jokes into the most valuable creation note, like the. Uh, So Money? It's, it's worth like three dollars. Uh, is it? Joking. Okay, no, three dollars. <laughs> if I could sell one of my jokes for three dollars, that's the. You're not selling it. You're writing it. If it was printed, it was printed on the oh, okay. highest on the bill. Yeah, highest bill. Which joke you would choose? This is probably the the some like shitty one so people have to deal with that every day when they're using money yeah, when people roll up the bill to do coke with it's your joke that's going in their nostrils <laughs> yeah it's, it's me that's poisoning their mind yeah uh what would be the joke um i don't know there is like because uh this one the 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 one that i mentioned like when i had to ask people do they know this idiom do they know this phrase it's actually one of my favorite jokes because i can't tell it that often because people have to know the the word uh the phrase but maybe that one so the joke is um like uh, polish the third was the phrase that's the yeah, punchline yeah, that's, that's the phrase that's do, the do you, <laughs> the, let me let me this polish, not a, it's not a, by the way doesn't mean polish yeah i know that was the joke but so um, do, do you know the phrase I don't you know what know. it means. Yeah. I, I know. So it means something actually. awful. So a turd is just shit, right? So yeah, you're saying like yeah. you can't polish a turd. You can't take something awful and make it better. Okay. Right. right. So that's so that's when you know that, right? Yes. And then the joke goes. Hit me with the joke, Igor. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the joke goes like uh, my my dad because it's a part of a set about like family, and I go like my dad likes to give unsolicited advice, like even when you don't ask him for anything, he just like tells you what to do, uh, like. He he keeps telling my sister, you can't polish a turd. You can't polish a turd. And I'm like, Dad, let her do her makeup. <laughs> so that's, that's good. Maybe something like that. But that's, again, it has to be with people who know the phrase. <laughs> right. But even if you don't know the phrase, you can still... You can get it from the context. Yeah. But then yeah. if your mind go like, if you if you know how idioms work, that they don't mean what they mean, then you can get it. Oh. But if you're like a, a A2 level Russian who doesn't really speak English, 
then you don't know that idioms mean stuff that they don't yeah. mean and you're like uh, what polish uh, it sounds to, like how you polish poop? why would you polish why would you polish face cosmetic is not for polishing people get lost so igor what do you think what's your biggest daily expense No, I'm not, I want him to ask right. me. <laughs> so, what's so, your... <laughs> so, Igor, <laughs> what is your biggest daily expense? Uh, anal. Uh, <laughs> what is my biggest daily expense? Do you mean like from the treatments you have to take for the... <laughs> from the QR codes the I QR have to make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's my biggest daily expense? Uh, the food. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big eater. Yeah, I'm one of those guys who has to eat to survive. I don't know if you're yeah. like that, but me, I'm built like that. I have to <laughs> I, eat regularly. I eat like every day. Yeah, sometimes three times wow. or something, and it's wow. lost money sadly. Yeah. So wow, the Bosnians they weren't doing that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, if if I if I have to spend money on something that's not like rent and food and stuff, then it's probably. Uh, traveling or something like comedy related like as I said yeah. the podcast so we bought the equipment this kind of stuff like yeah, constantly pay for something. the open mics in Istanbul yeah, yeah, my biggest, <laughs> biggest daily expense open mic paying you guys to perform that's right and we appreciate it we thank you um, what was the last meal you had last meal said? I had I had some really okay chicken and pasta in a okay. restaurant across the street mm. really okay not good but also not bad so i'm i'm happy with that the most fine chicken and pasta you could have ever asked for i mean to be to be fair uh, i went to copenhagen in like september or something and I, people recommended a kebab place of of all food like classic <laughs> danish food right mm-hmm. uh, and it was like a nice fancy restaurant and and i like got food poisoning and i couldn't leave the toilet for the next five days. Oh so if the God. chicken is fine, that's good. Like for traveling, that's good <laughs> enough. Yeah. <laughs> so the, it, this restaurant, whatever it's called, it did not poison you. And that's worth at least four stars. No, he'll he'll find out six hours later if he's not poisoned. Yeah, you yeah. can't say definitively that you yeah, haven't yeah, been poisoned. Yeah. Then, then the review early. comes in, yeah. You know, latent yeah. poisoning in Turkish food. Yeah. So it comes after a while. Well, he's yeah. been to Russia. I'm sure, he's I'm sure he's familiar with latent poisoning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm out of questions, but Igor, thank you for coming to this podcast once again. It was thank nice to have met you. Thank, thanks for having me. All right, let's go. All right, this this was another episode of the Comedy Passport Podcast. I'm here with Murat Gençoğlu, Igor Monday, and Enes. What's your Uysel? Uysel. 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 And Enes Uysel. All right. Thank you so much for listening, whoever you are, wherever you are. We really appreciate it. And we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Hello. Can I see your passports, please?